Hey everybody, how are you? This is Chris. This is episode 202 of the Libertarian Republican Podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, it's been like two weeks since I put an episode out. Uh, I've just been really busy with work. Um, you know, uh, basically none of you have given me any money, so I have to work. So I, <laughs> I can't do this for a living. So I've been really busy. Uh, and, I, and it's kind of my fault. I haven't given you, I haven't made it easy for you to give me money because really the only way to give me money is on pay on Podbean. So you have to go on Podbean. I guess I don't even know how that all works, but because uh, Podbean is the is where this is hosted, this podcast is hosted. But um, you could go to Venmo and give me money. Uh, it's Chris Dash Pharaoh Dash fifteen. That is my, um, uh, I don't know, handle on Venmo. So, you know, you could do that. It's at Chris Farrow, C-H-R-I-S dash Farrow, F-E-R-R-O dash 15 uh, it, in Ven- uh, on Venmo. So, all right. So now you can all run, run over there and give me thousands and thousands of dollars so that I can do more of this. But, um, but look, um, I want to talk about the... So much has happened in the last two weeks. I mean, obviously, just tons of tons of, uh, of stuff has happened here, and I, I just want to narrow it down a little bit to the ec- to the economics because I think that obviously the border is a huge issue. Uh, I think the run up to this to this election uh, in November, the economy is going to be more and more uh, an important issue because I think the economy is going to really turn downward. We just saw UPS announcing that they're going to lay off 12,000 people. Uh, and, and you know, UPS and FedEx also had bad fourth quarters. So FedEx and, and UPS are really important bellwethers of the economy because people, when people buy things from other companies, they use FedEx and, and, uh, and UPS to ship them, obviously, and uh, they they both announced you know very uh, big drops in demand, and that's bad because the fourth quarter is usually big because of Christmas, the Christmas season. So it's really bad when uh, you know it's double bad when UPS and FedEx announce they had weak fourth quarters. And remember, the last year, right about a year ago in February of 2023, FedEx laid off 10% of their uh, management level workers. So, and this is what UPS is doing also right now. I mean, so uh, these UPS layoffs are mostly management. Now, a lot of people, because I think a lot of people point to that big, union deal that, you know, so the, all the workers got a raise and, and then some people are saying, oh, you all got a raise. Now you're all getting fired. But actually the truth is that none of those union workers are getting fired. It's the, it's the management level that's getting fired, the middle managers. Um, so, so really, you know, this, and this is kind of indicative of what happens when the economy gets weaker we are basically fighting over the same amount of, you know, the same pool of money. So basically the, the, the union workers got a raise, but 12,000 other guys got fired. So, you know, it was a zero sum game, right? It's a, it wouldn't it be great if everybody was, everybody got a raise, you know, wouldn't that, wouldn't that be great? Well, no, 
you know, the union deal basically made uh, the union workers are so expensive. Now they have to pay the union workers more and they can't afford to pay these 12,000 other guys. And they're, they're all, so they're all getting fired. So, you know, this, this is not a sign. This is not a good sign of a, of a strong economy, but I think, you know, I think that we need to be uh, pro-worker, obviously, right? And I think that the MAGA movement and the Republican, you know, obviously the Republican Party is just a bunch of idiots. But the MAGA movement, I think, you know, we want to be pro-worker. So what is pro-worker? And I think that the problem is that so many of the labor unions... You know, unions like to think they're pro, oh, we're pro-worker, but they're actually not. Worker, the unions are actually anti-worker because the unions, all the unions do is is get, is demand more money for the workers. Well, what does that do? It just makes the workers more expensive. And when you make workers more expensive, you end up reducing the demand for your workers. Now, what is the other thing that, that the, the, now in this case, the union workers didn't get fired in this this UPS deal, but those more expensive workers are now, you know, they're more expensive, so it's much less likely, it's much more likely that they will be fired. You know, they, they are now more expensive. So you when you make things more expensive, you reduce demand for them. I mean, that's all, it's basic economics. But the other thing that unions do is they support Democrats. They vote Democrat. And the Democrat Party is very anti-worker. They love to say that they're pro-worker. Oh, we're, we're all for the little guy. But they're not because, and this is the big, look, I mean, I've talked about this before. I did an episode about regulations. You know, what the, the Democrats are pro-big government. Now, what does that, what does the government, what does that mean? I mean, in order to have a big government, you have to pay the big government now, where does the money come from to pay the big government? Well, it comes from the private sector. So the, the government, the bigger the government gets, the more money it has to pull from the private sector. It has to take more money from the private sector to fund itself. So basically that, that means that the people in the private sector, which is most people, uh, most workers are, in, are private sector workers, most workers are going to have less money because their taxes are going to have to go up. Uh, now the other thing is the regulations. Government, the, the, the you know Democrats love regulations. The Democrats have never met a regulation they did not like. So the more regulations you have, the more expensive, the more regulatory compliance costs go up, and the more expensive everything gets. And when everything is more expensive, you reduce the demand for them. So and this is one of the reasons why companies outsource to. Uh, to foreign countries, so because foreign workers are cheaper, and the and and not just the workers, but everything, you know the the all of the environmental regulations and the safety regulations and just the regulation, just I mean just tons of regulations, that that are, are a lot of these regulations aren't even, they're not even about environment environment or safety. They're just they're just they're just regulations for that uh, because some bureaucrat in Washington or some politician in Washington thought that this product should be done in this particular way. You know, it's just, uh, so the more you have these regulations, thousands and thousands and thousands of these regulations, the more expensive everything gets, the, the lower the demand for American workers becomes and the American products, and you hurt American workers. 
And I think this is one of those huge issues that Republicans need to to hammer the Democrats on. And, you know, everything that... So basically everything the Democrats do make make uh, it harder for businesses in America to do business. Every single thing the Democrats do. And of course, what they do is, is you know, and, and when workers suffer, what do workers do? They want to unionize and demand more money from their employers. But all that, that, that doesn't reduce the, the regulatory compliance burden on these businesses. You know, the, the workers need to understand what what the the burdens that government places on on these companies. Because the other thing that that all of this does and I talked about this in that re- that episode a long time ago was it it creates barriers to entry. The regulations create barriers to entry for smaller competitors. So so you you and that gives more of a a competitive advantage to bigger corporations. The bigger and bigger and bigger corporations have have an advantage because they have the economies of scale to deal with all these regulations. So you you have to we we as Republicans and libertarians we really need to do a better job at explaining all of this to workers to the working class. You know, we are the party of the working class. We are the ones who want a robust competitive economy where the demand for labor will be high, for the de- the demand for American workers will be high. Right? That's what we want. Uh, and in order to have that, you have to have businesses are constantly starting. It, we want to make it easier and faster uh, and, and less expensive for people to start businesses. Uh, but Regulator, big government regulations make it harder and slower and more expensive to start businesses and hire people. And so when when unions complain about their about their the pay for their workers, they're just complaining about a, a, a symptom. It's it, you know they're not dealing with the disease, the underlying cause of the of the problem, which is big government. You know, big government sucking up the resources. It's sucking the resources up out of the economy. It is burdening the economy with all kinds of regulations. You know, and what do the, of course, the, you know, what do the Democrats do? When when people complain about inflation, people complain about low wages, what do Democrats do? Well, they just offer, well, I mean, first of all, they, they, they offer, you know, free stuff. Oh, we'll just give you free stuff. We'll give you free paid vacation, free paid time off when you have a baby, free uh, health care, free, 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 free. Everything's free. We'll make it everything free. Of course, where does the money come from? Well, they don't have the money. The money's, you know, the government's broke. There's no money. And they'll just, you know, like I said in an episode a while back that the Democrat business model is vote for me and I'll steal money from other people and give it to you. That's basically the Democrat business model. And and it works. It's really well. It's really good. It, it's re- because most people are too damn stupid to to see what they're doing, because that's all they're doing. I mean, that's all they're doing, you know. But the other thing they do is they is they will demand businesses 
uh, they'll just make demands on businesses and say, you know, that's what the National Labor Relations Board is all about. All, the, all kinds of regulations that, well, you, you have to pay your people better or you have to do this for your people. You have to change your, you know, that's what the, uh, the, the, the regulatory agencies do. A lot of what they do is, is uh, impose demands on worker, uh, on employers on behalf of the workers. And, but, you know, all of that, all that does, you're just dealing with the, with the symptoms, right? It's, you're just dealing with the symptoms. You're not solving the underlying problems. And so we as Republicans and libertarians, we need to explain better how free markets, freedom will solve all of these problems. Free markets will solve all of these problems uh free you know more a more competitive economy where it's easier and faster and less expensive to start businesses and hire people that will create more demand for labor for american workers that will push wages up but also the the reducing the the cost of doing business will drive prices down so you know because ultimately we don't want i mean it's all about purchasing power, right? We don't really care how much money we make as long as we make enough money so that we can pay our bills and buy the things we want and save a little for retirement and all that kind of stuff. So it doesn't really matter how much money we make. You know, so you want to you want an economy where where you're where all that that money that you're paying for for thing when you pay money for something you you want that money to go to the people who are producing the, th the thing instead of going to uh, the government in the form of taxes or fees and all the other things that government you know all the and all the regulatory compliance costs, which is every time a company has to hire somebody to do something that doesn't have really anything to do with it's it's you know like like an accountant is a great example. It, you know I have to pay an accountant. You know, a thousand, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars to do my taxes. Well, that's not uh, that's not really helping me do. That's not helping me. It's not making my my life better. It's just these are this is what I have to pay because the government has made the tax code so ridiculously complicated that nobody even really understands it. So I have to hire this guy to to do it for me. You know, and so wouldn't it be great if the government would just simplify the tax code so I didn't have to pay this guy a thousand bucks? Now, it wouldn't be good for him, but it would, it would be good. You know, he would be forced to go out into the real world and get a real job that is the producing some good or service. And guess what? That would increase the, the supply of goods and services throughout the whole economy, which would reduce prices for everybody. So it would be better. So all of this, and this is true of, of the entire regulatory bureaucracy, not just the government regulatory bureaucracy, because he's, you know, my accountant is not a government employee. He is a private sector employee. He's a private sector guy. And there's, you know, millions and millions and millions of people in the private sector who's, who, who their job is non-productive. Once again, I get back to what I've been talking about the last few episodes the productive people versus the non-productive people. So the more government regulations, more compliance burdens we put on these companies, the more they have to pay non-productive people to help them comply with the rules. And so that 
means those people are not producing anything. So we have all these people in the, in the economy who are not producing anything. They're non-productive. So, so okay, so th- I just want to, I'm going to stop there. Look, this is so important because our economy is going, I think the economy is going to turn down. I think we're going to have a, a recession. Peter Schiff did a great episode. I, I really recommend you, uh, I'll po- I think I posted it on my Twitter. I'll post it on all my, um, all my uh, social media accounts. But his latest podcast episode, this is today is the February 1st, I think it is. So this latest episode of Peter Schiff, really, he really goes into it, uh, the, the manufacturing recession that we're in right now, how the jobs and I mean, it's all, all the news is bad. It's just terrible. And, um, and I think it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, the only thing, basically, like I always, like I've talked about before, you know, the, the, the government measures GDP. Well, everybody, not just the government, but everybody measures GDP by including government spending. So all the government has to do is just spend a ton of money and we'll never go into a recession. Oh, look, at we're, oh, look how strong the economy is. But where's the government getting the money? It, it doesn't have any money. It's broke. It's broke. It's borrowing it or, or printing it up out of thin air. So, you know, if I... If I hire you to do something for me, but I'm but I just take an advance out on my credit card to pay you, well, that's not a sustainable relationship, right? I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm just going into debt to pay you. It's great for you, but I'm going into debt, and sooner or later, I will have to pay that debt off, or I'll have to default, and the people lending me the money are gonna are gonna get screwed. So, and that you know, so so in that in that. Uh, metaphor or whatever it is, I am the government. So, <laughs> so, yeah, the government is going to end up really, really screwing everybody over. So, all right, that is it. I'm going to stop there. We we, the, we got to focus on economics. Yes, the border is huge, huge issue, and it's it's part of the issue, right? It's part of it's part of the issue because what are the they're they're because a lot of the people in charge. They blame, and, and Peter Schiff talks about this, about the wage price spiral, how, oh, the prices are going up because people want more, want higher wages, which is ridiculous because the only reason you want higher wages is because prices go up. So it's, it's the reverse. If prices weren't going up, people wouldn't be demanding higher wages. Uh, so it's the exact opposite. But, but, and, but they think that if they flood America with millions and millions of poor people, you know, low low wage labor that that will somehow push prices down, but obviously that that's not going to do it because pr- price inflation is caused by monetary inflation, um, by the creation of new money, the expansion of the money supply, and it's also caused by increased regulations. So, uh, so all right, so so yeah, it's much more. You know, the, the, basically everything the Democrats tell you is a lie. Everything that they say is wrong. Everything you see on on the news is wrong. I think you most of you realize that now. Everything that they say is wrong. Uh, it's all lies, uh, designed to get more you know more Democrats elected, and the Democrats really are just communists. And ultimately, what they want is or, or fascists really, and they just want an an all powerful, omnipotent, omnipresent state. You know and 
Really, I mean, yeah, you could say it's fascism because what did what was the uh, the mantra of of Benito Mussolini? It was like everything, nothing outside of the state. So that is the the mentality of the Democrats, the Democrat Party. They want the government to be to have total control of everything. So uh, and and so anything they any news that they that that you hear they will use it any statistic or any data point they'll somehow use it to as an excuse to expand the power of government the scope of government so all right that's it i'm going to stop there um you know like i said give me you know you can give me some money on venmo and you can uh, give me some good ratings and you can share this i'm sorry it took me so long to get one out here, um, it was, uh, so January was a very slow month for podcast-wise, but uh, it was a very busy month for me working, and uh, I'll be working a lot the next couple of months, so, but I'll try to keep, uh, I'll try to keep it up, so, all right, uh, thanks for listening, and I will see you on the next one, bye-bye.